0: Hello again everyone, this is Kevin Johnson of Leverage Consulting, and this Resilient Entrepreneur podcast is one you're going to want to listen to. Of all the podcasts I've done so far, this might be the one that could generate the most amount of money for you. And as always, I start with a nugget or a question, and for this one we're starting with a question. What would be your top three expenses? So those of you who own a business, run a business, help manage a business, what would be the top three expenses that you have for your business? And I'm talking about the things that when we take the total amount of cash that we have collected or accumulated over the course of a year, what are the things that drain that cash from our bank account and leave us with less when the year is over? I could give you a minute. But I'll run through a few things here. So would it be, would it be your rent? It's possible. Depends on, on whether you have an actual rent expense. You know, in today's world of working from home, but most of you don't have that opportunity or many of you don't have that opportunity. So rent could be on that list. Is it utilities? Nah, wouldn't be utilities. It doesn't come close to the rent most times. So what about, oh, if you owned a real estate business, would it be your lead generation? Um, maybe it depends on how much you're dumping into that. How about payroll? That's always a good one. Payroll is always a lot of money. I've got one and it was interesting because it, it got me thinking about this. Um, and again, another very good client. Those of you who've, you've been listening to these podcasts, usually they're sparked by something that I've done with a client. So I was working with a client and going through their PL statement, their profit and loss for a, a year and we were going through and figuring out where things might be out of whack, where we can trim them. And and in the end, uh, if you again, if you've been listening to these podcasts long enough, you know that I have two basic principles for every engagement with a client: more money and less stress. That is my mantra for everyone. So in this review with the client, we were going through and figuring out where can we leave more money in their bank account. I mean, again, let's oversimplify things. We can get make it super sexy and and make it sound complicated, but Let's make it simple. What can we do to leave more money in the bank account at year end? Well, you know, first and foremost, every time is let's generate more income. And it sounds simple, but much like one of my other podcasts recently, I talked about how sometimes things can sound really simple, but in application, they can be a bit more complex. So if we were to go and look at how do we leave more money in the bank account? Most times, it's easiest just to go make more money, and it is. That is literally the easiest thing to do. Too many people get focused on all these all these crazy things. So, for example, you could go just like me when when AT and T automatically raises my rates at home for internet and, and programming and all that good stuff. You know, it's it takes a a stupid amount of time to go back to them and figure out how can I save a little bit of money. And they they've got it designed that way. They just make it difficult. You can do the same thing with, you know, renegotiating if you if you participate with insurance plans, if you want to renegotiate with them, it takes so much time to do it. And yes, you should do it. Uh, or even better yet, pay somebody else to do it. But if you were to then go and look at um, how can we save on our electric bill or how can we save on, we can go through all these different things. And, and could you save money? Absolutely. You want to know how to make more money or how to let, have more money in your bank account? Go make more money. It will always be, if the amount of time that you have invested in saving a little bit of money here and there, you will always, if you take the same time and invest it in how do we make more money, you will always win in that respect. You will always be able to make more money in fact, Shelley and I have been watching a undercover billionaire series and I thought it was actually the concept of it's really cool. But the but the basic premise of the show is they leave the billionaire in a town that is unknown to them with an old beat up pickup truck and a hundred dollars and that's it. And, and the whole goal is that in a month they come back and they've built a business worth one million dollars. And, you know, it kind of demonstrates the point that it's a lot easier to make the money than most people think. So all this is leading up to the question that I started with, which is what are the three biggest line item expenses that you have on your income statement? And some of you may not even have them, have this thing on your income statement. And I have a feeling if it was, you'd get really angry about it and you'd do something about it. That line item expense that I'm talking about are your taxes, and this client that I was talking to, now mind you, I've done things with this client over the years, and yes, I have a degree in accounting, I don't work in tax, I did work in in a tax practice for a while, but it's not where I found my flair or my interest lied, and what I did appreciate was the ability to affect change and, and make changes and help my client's improve again more money less stress so you know I have enough knowledge to be dangerous and where sometimes to help point that client and give them the questions they need to ask of their professionals so you know in a review I did with the same client many years ago I asked one simple question and that one simple question directed towards their CPA changed one line item for them and saved them seven thousand dollars in taxes I mean like that so in this last one we went to um you know essentially i armed him with some questions to go back to cpa and i don't think the client ended up liking those answers and you know it's and it's interesting because now that i think about it i'm saying this this actually happened to two people in recent history um where we're having a conversation and you know ultimately came around to They really weren't seeing what they needed from their accountant to help them. And this is not to slam accountants. Again, this is what I did. And I have immense respect for them. I love the CPA I work with. There's a lot of great ones out there. And sometimes it doesn't have as much to do about the CPA themselves, but sometimes the relationship that the client has with the CPA. Because, you know, you have to have a really good working relationship and they need to provide you guidance and you need to give them real information. So and then, of course, you have to follow the recommendations and run with it. And sometimes you need to needle them and figure out how much tolerance you have or how much you really want to push the envelope on things or how willing you are to make really out of the box changes, because ultimately, if you're putting in the hard work, if you really, you know, you've been grinding to generate all this income, the last thing I want to do is turn around and hand it off to somebody else who might not use my money very well. I mean, depending on where you live, you know, if you look at the road conditions or you look at how a community is being built out and different things, okay, you can come up with a lot of different reasons why you don't want to pay. And I, yes, I should believe everybody should pay. It's for the greater good. But that being said, um, there's no one who looks out for number one like number one. So if, you you know, for you to build up an a adequate, if not fat retirement fund, then you'd really need to start looking at how you can save yourself income taxes. And you do that by working with your CPA. You may even be doing that with your lawyer. You may even be doing that with your financial advisor. Sometimes of those three, two of them could be the same person. Some CPAs, like the the client that I've been talking about, that there's a firm that I've come to know that has both uh, CPAs and certified financial planners. And they've been able to help this client not only save a ton in taxes, but he was very comfortable living on what he was making before. So all the money that he's been saving in taxes, guess where that gets to go? Into his retirement fund. And you know what that's going to end up doing? He who will probably retire five years earlier. So if he thought he was going to retire at 65, maybe he can retire at 60 now. So like I said, if you don't have that line item of income taxes on your income statement or if you don't really even think of it that way so for example if you like every month if you look at your expenses and you just take whatever you paid all of last year and divide it by 12 and just pencil it in at the bottom every month or just know that if I make this then 35% of it whatever your number is ask your accountant what did I pay as a percentage of all my income and then every month just multiply whatever you collected by that number that's what you're giving away so what can I do to reduce that number even by a few percentage points, I'm not talking about paying nothing. I'm talking about paying a lower percentage and nothing sketchy, nothing illegal. I'm talking about what's available to you and how you could structure your business. Some of you who are running a, a schedule C business, you might want to talk to your accountant and ask them about what would S corporation election do for me? Uh, if I, you know, sometimes structuring your expenses, sometimes figuring out uh, different ways again to use tax code to your advantage. But that's why we pay them good money to figure out how to save us money. So, that, my friends, was the Resilient Entrepreneur podcast. This one was about how to save money, one of the line item expenses that reduces your income or your collections the most. And again, if you don't have a great working relationship with your CPA, I would highly advise that you, now that tax season is over, I highly advise you find some time to go sit down with them and figure it out because many of you got your tax returns just recently or you're going to be getting them soon and I'm sure that number got your blood boiling. Well, now's a great time to sit down and talk with your accountant and say, how do we cut this number down for next year? So as I said, that was a Resilient Entrepreneur podcast. Thank you again for listening in.